Wow. Really? Welcome to another episode of The Dollop. It's weird when a dog jumps on you at the start of the <laughs> podcast. It's normal for you me. You guys have it. We have a good relationship. Don't well, be jealous. Good is we have a great word. Re- we have a great relationship. Sexual. Um, Whoa. People enjoyed Hugh Glass, the Hugh Glass story. How could they not? I, uh, I keep getting tickle updates from different tickling. There's a tickler loose in Boston <laughs> who's tickling people while they, he breaks into people's houses and he tickles them while they sleep. Jesus. So many better things to do once in. The guy who. Okay, the guy who. The tickling thing all traced back to yeah, the motto. Right. Is now suing the journalist. The bisexual journalist. The bisexual journalist or homo journalist, whatever he calls him. Yeah. And uh and he's suing him and he sued him for also putting up that gross photo that weird, creepy photograph that we used that oh, I showed yeah. you. So I removed that from our site just in case. I just didn't oh, want to I just didn't want to deal with any weird lawsuit. Yeah, Even though he can't, he doesn't. That's the that's the picture the FBI put out when they arrested him. Yeah, so, so. he doesn't. But I also don't want to deal with. Well, I got to hire he looks a lawyer. Good in it. I don't know what his problem is. It's a good looking picture. That's a headshot. <laughs> I should send that as my headshot. That should be your headshot. Yeah, <laughs> we really. I mean, it's it's not too late. We really should do the uh, shirtless pic soon. Oh fuck yeah! I'll maybe do it next week and yeah, give yeah, it to yeah. you, and then we I'll let you. We have to do have that. at it. I can it. wear a sign that says "Not at all gay," <laughs> and we know. And I know a guy. Uh, Ash is a guy. Yeah, he, yeah. He used to be on a radio station down there in Australia, and he lives here mostly now. And um, he was one of the tickle guys. So yeah, yeah. maybe at some point we could have Ash on and talk right. to him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, all right. Oh yeah, okay. I already told you that last week, didn't I? Did I do that on Mike? Uh, no. Nah, I don't think you said we'd have him on. So there's new information. Yep. It's a new bit. Uh, so this week, did you see my post about what this one's about? No. The greatest police chase in U.S. history. <laughs> okay. Do you have any idea what that might be? No. You don't? No. The Do greatest you- police... I mean, well, okay. Two come to mind. Okay. But I, I know it's not going to be O.J., Okay, why do you why do you know that? Because because it's you'd funny. say it's the OJ police chase. That's what not, we're going to talk about. The whole this week. murdering thing, murdering two <laughs> yeah, people is not yeah. all that funny. It's, I mean, it's a little funny. <laughs> uh, or there was the guy in San Diego who stole the tank. Okay, is that who we're talking about? Yeah. Oh wow. So I was like, what goes in? Like I was, I I saw a little clip of it, and I was like, okay, fuck. Why did that guy? Like, what goes into? Yeah. A guy taking Ta- a tank. Well, because you don't. A guy just doesn't pull up and go, you know what? I'm going to take a tank. You know what? I'm going to steal a bike. Now, fuck it. I'm going to get a tank. <laughs> so there's always... So you know something should have to been building, yes. building to a tank seizure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you, just grab a you're tank. You're climbing the tank meltdown. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I thought I, I thought I would be clever by... By not telling people, but everyone as soon as I said car chase, the tank. But I don't really know. I remember it live. See, I I just remember it vaguely. I remember. I don't remember any backstory. It was so fucking crazy to watch a guy just driving. You weren't here when that was. I in college? No, ninety five. So I was I was up in I was doing comedy up in San Francisco. Okay, so, but I, it was on TV. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like six o'clock. So that's when you're. It was live on TV. Well, yeah, they they cut in and showed oh it live th- with the helicopters and all that. Jesus. Or or just the cars, you know, showing it as the tank went by. But right. I remember watching just this tank just destroying shit, and I I remember I remember them taking the guy out of the tank. Like I remember the whole thing. Like yeah. it's very vivid because it was a guy in a tank yeah. destroying a city. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And everybody <laughs> seems to know about it because we went through a period in America where those uh, craziest drives, biggest yeah. accidents. Wildest chases of all time. Yeah, those things were huge for a while. Yeah. And then I guess we got tired. They're not still on, right? I haven't seen them. It might have been when a man stole a tank that we were like, are we fueling the fire of this? Who's got the craziest thing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, the man is a tank. Well, another guy in uh, Colorado uh, fitted, like, outfitted a um, bulldozer and went on a bulldozer run, but like, but like, did it up like, like uh, at the end of Animal House, like he tricked out a bulldozer and went for a fucking run. Where are you going, hon? Garage. <laughs> Again, why? D-Day's getting in the dozer. <laughs> what? Your Shut name, up. Your name's Larry. <laughs> My name is Dee Dee. 
All right, so uh, Sean Nelson mm. is the tank guy. Admiral Nelson. Uh, born August 21st, 1959, so he's on the cusp of Virgo and Leo. Uh, wow. <laughs> what does that mean about him, I Dave? I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't even know if he is on the cusp, but it sounds great. Um, he grew up in Claremont, which is north San Diego. Uh, and he went to, uh, after, so, you know, his dad was in the military and San Diego was like, was like seeing a, the seeds. People who don't know, San Diego is a huge military yes, town. Yes. There's uh what's right? the big one? Uh, what's the big one? The big, the big, the base. U.S. army. <laughs> army. That's the one, the army. Those guys. Uh, the name's tricky. <laughs> I don't even know what the big bit, but my, my, uh, Pendleton, that's it. Pendleton. Yeah. So, um, he, he, he signed up for, signs up for the military. Okay. Uh, Goes to Fort Knox, Kentucky, and trains as a tank crew member. Oh, boy. So he's, so he's, he's tank knowledgeable. Yes. Um, he was in the Army from uh, 78 to 80, which is a brief uh, stint. Just on the cusp of cancer. Usually, don't you have to go? <laughs> usually, I think if you're in the Army, you got to yeah. go more than two. Isn't, it, isn't the whole thing that they just fuck you? I don't think it's a two and out situation. Yeah, you're like, all right, boys, I'm not signing up again. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, so he was part of a tank battalion station in Germany. Uh, he served as army battalion, uh, was discharged at the rank of private in 1980. His career was marred by multifaceted disciplinarian problems. So what we're dealing with is a man who doesn't handle discipline. He well. doesn't handle things well, and he's in the army. He's told, no, that isn't enough. You know what? You're not good at this stuff, but you should get to know tanks. Listen, now that we've told you how to operate tanks, get out of here and go back to regular society. You understand me, man? <laughs> um, all right, so he leaves... Uh, he leaves the army and he gets a job on a fishing boat in Panama. <laughs> oh, whoa. This shit it happens. <laughs> yeah, how does that happen? I, I mean, I guess he goes back to San Diego and San Diego is like, okay, so at that time, San Diego, things aren't going well. Right, okay. The whole, everything's fucking shutting down and the plants are shutting down and moving elsewhere, you know, right. and then the cold, the cold War has ended. Right. So all of, the, all of the money we were spending on fake... Oh, stuff to right. fight the fake people, yeah. the real people. To the fight fake the real... stuff to fight their fake stuff is all being shut down. Okay, gotcha. Um, so the real, the only thing that remains are the real issues. Right. And I wish my thing hadn't just gone off. There we go. Um, right, so he, he goes there, and then he comes back from Panama, and he starts a plumbing company. So far, this, very this bizarre. All, this, is all shit, this is all shit that guys do who just don't know what to do. True. Yeah. No one no one is like, man, I don't be a plumber. Boy. I just want to work in shit. I just want pipes. Able, I just want people to come to me with their enormous shit problems. That's exactly exactly it. So uh he got a good reputation and he had a good plumbing company, so things are going fine. All right. Um Claremont <laughs> fine is a relative term. <laughs> well Claremont uh is has a bit of a meth problem. Mm. Because it's well uh, San Diego is one of the it's like where meth came ashore in the States because, you know, the government, the army gave our, our pilots and other people meth. Is that where it all started? Yeah. The, the Japanese, the Japanese uh, kamikazes were all on meth. That, why do you think they were doing that? You think they well, were like, I love the emperor. They were like, <laughs> I'm going to fly into this thing and then I'm going to go home. That's <laughs> like, what I've been led to believe. It was really just they couldn't itch their whole bodies at once. <laughs> Fuck it! <laughs> yeah, so dudes who were like on long bombing runs, they'd be like, you know what? You need to stay awake for your you need uh, a little vitamin hour. M. Yeah, a little take a little bit of that right there. <laughs> there you go. Now why don't you fly that plane into that boat? <laughs> How's that sound? Pretty good, right? So all those people coming back from World War II, uh, you know, met, brought back meth, and then San Diego was like any any military logistical place was where meth hit ground and just took root. So funny how we don't talk about that enough. No, it is strange, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So uh so the economy's collapsing because of the end of the Cold War. Right. So then meth just takes off in this place. And it's and it's like it's like the it's where all the like tiny houses are like the the nineteen fifties houses that aren't that big. Right. That, that people who have money don't want to live in. So it, he's in one of those communities just kinda Claremont takes root. <laughs> okay. Fucking sweet, sweet meth. Yeah. So 
Now he's <clears throat> da- is he da- he's dabbling in meth. He is definitely dabbling he's, in meth. He's he's enjoying the meth. So his to to the point that his brother says that he in 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 like. 89, 88, is now addicted to meth. I thought, I thought his brother was going to say, I swear he might steal a tank. <laughs> He's doing so much meth, I feel like he just might take a fucking tank. I don't know. <laughs> In 1990, he has a motorcycle accident. All right. Which I assume has to do with the meth. <laughs> I think like, it's fair to think that meth's involved. I feel like I feel like motorcycles and meths, uh, it's a bad combo. Let me ask you this. Yes. Did he drive his motorcycle into a boat? <laughs> That is math. <laughs> so he's hospitalized for neck and back injuries, and he gets into a fight with a security guard in the emergency room. Well, those guards are full of shit. I mean, because, who hasn't been in a position where you want to kick one of their asses? Because, <laughs> because he was saying that they were forcing him to get treated without his consent, <laughs> which is classic meth. I'm fine, sir. Your spine is sticking out of your side. I I, no, I am fine. Sir. Going sir, home. Sir. Sir. <laughs> going home. You're dragging your spine like a tail, sir. <laughs> sir. So he sued. Uh, he ended up suing the hospital for $1.6 A good number, too, for the amount of damage they caused right? to him. Right? Yeah. That emotional uh, stress is not easy. It's fucking hard. It's tough. He cited negligence, assault, battery, and false imprisonment. Well, <laughs> I love false imprisonment. false imprisonment is like, buddy, it's a hospital. <laughs> That's kind of the fucking ruse. That's the rub here. Like yeah, if, they're like, stay. If everybody woke up from a hospital in a hospital <laughs> and after an accident was like, I'm suing you. Uh, yeah, or just was like, I want to leave. How dare you, had to you let keep him. me here? Well, unfortunately, his brain's half out, but we got to let him roll. Give him his keys, Charlie. Uh, the uh, the case was dismissed. <laughs> On what grounds? Uh, and the hospital countersued for six thousand six hundred in medical fees. A, a reasonable, <laughs> a reasonable, a reasonable amount. number. Okay, uh, year one point six million. Uh, yeah, that's gone. But we just want the six grand. Is that? Well, I'm suing you for six hundred grand. <laughs> um, so his wife files uh, for divorce. In 1990, which a year later, which is a bummer. That's a bummer. But uh, marriage is hard. It's a when, lot harder. It's hard it's just in general. Yeah. But when someone's on meth, yes. it's more difficult. Well, and and fighting people and, you know, saying I'm going to sue this hospital All for this two stuff. Mil. And, if, like, if you're trying to talk, you're like, look, I think there's some problems with our marriage. Let's maybe go to a counselor and talk about stuff. And the other guy's like, well, there's microphones and the beef in the freezer. Like, it's hard <laughs> to have that conversation which which is something that happened to my sister she had a, this girl that we grew up with she moved in with her when they were in college and came home one day and the girl had taken all of their meat out of the freezer and it had been and my sister like stayed over to boyfriend so she came home and this meat had been on the floor for like two days and it's just like right and she's like what are you doing she goes looking for the microphones uh, it's always the microphone <laughs> it really is my cousin really yeah Always microphones, the mi- microphones, the holes in the wall. Yeah, holes Looking in the wall. That's what she did. She put You're holes like, in the wall. We might need to get some uh, patch <laughs> for these walls. And You're, you know what? They're not really finding the microphones. It always aren't. baffles me what would happen if they did find if one. If they found a fucking microphone. Oh fuck me! That's well, you a know, movie. You know all the NSA stuff now can just blow their yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. by the way, they can turn on your phones and listen to you. Yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's actually real. But the problem is the it's not this tangible wire in a right. wall. Right, it's just <laughs> the phone. It's just the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucker. All right, so sadly, both of his parents died of cancer in 1992. Oh boy, so so he got to he got to triple it. He gets his wife divorces him. Yeah, he's in pain from the the all the stuff, and then his parents his parents go. He's got one brother left. That's it. So he's just hanging with the one bro. Oh, boy. His next door neighbor, Karen, is a dabbler in meth. Oh, she's a dabbler. Yeah. Uh, And she had one of these houses where people would get out of jail and then they would all go to her house. It's like a quarterway house. To me. (laughs) 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 But it it wasn't like a place to like rehab. It was a place to like find a guy who has a gun. (laughs) Redo. Like, it was the kind of place that you go to if you're like, hey, I want to go right back to jail. Yeah. How's the quickest way to do that? Go to Karen's, get something, and then leave. <laughs> so she had the house where all the criminals went, right? Yeah. So he's next door, so he's getting more and more into sweet, sweet meth. Ugh. That's a horrible circumstance for him to just be next door. 
It, you know what? But it's convenience. It is if you want to keep doing meth, which you shouldn't want. You shouldn't want to do, but... But it's fun. Interestingly enough, Karen got her house when her mom died, and her mom was a hoarder. And so the reason Karen started doing meth was to... Clean. Clean. Shut up, really? <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, my God. I was doing a bit. <laughs> no, she did it to clean. Everybody starts doing meth. To like, man, I got to, you know what? I got this plumbing job. I, gotta, I can do it 20 hours. And I just, <laughs> like, everyone's thing, got right? a reason. It's like, the bottom you know, line. You know what? There's a big bowling tournament coming up. I just got to, you know, I hit some strikes. Uh, you know what? I got to work on my car. I got to work on my car. You know what? I'm going to go fly a plane into a <laughs> boat. So uh, I've just been working on that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sometimes she would see uh, Sean and his friends wrestle in the backyard. I'm sorry? I said sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes she would see Sean and uh, his friends wrestle in the backyard. And, and sometimes they'd be so plowed that they would wrestle and then they'd wake up in mid combat. <laughs> well, they would like would look like two guys fell asleep cuddling in the backyard. Like it would be like. <laughs> Aww. She said she would go over there and be like two dudes wrapped around each other because they both they're tuckered out. <laughs> they put themselves in meth Nelsons. <laughs> this is when I was like, I know so little about meth that it's insane. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, know about meth. so this is his buddy Chris. Who uh, this happened during one of the wrestling sessions. He wanted to take me out in the backyard and prove that he was he was uh, the man he was supposed to be and. Uh, got into a physical uh, wrestling match and I ended up uh, breaking his back. Good job, Rebecca. Did you say back? Sorry, so the kids are coming right on I heard something crunch and I let go of him and he laid in the ground and uh, told him I should call a paramedic and he told me to get out of there. And my neighbor Stop. Karen, his neighbor Karen came over and took care of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what just was said completely. I just need to go over a couple of things. Yeah, go ahead. He said broke his back, right? So they were wrestling. There's like a couple of guys wrestling on meth. Yeah. And then one guy broke the other guy's back. So then a guy's back's broke. Yeah. Terrible news. He's laying there. Yeah. And then he, basically that guy took off. The guy who broke the back? Yeah. And then Karen saw Sean just laying there. Because he couldn't get up because his, oh, back, his was back was broken. broken. Right. And then she came over and called 911. Oh, my God. <laughs> if All right. And at this point, I'm like, maybe Obamacare isn't such a good idea. Maybe maybe <laughs> what we need to do here is just look, it just it's going to happen anyway. Can yeah. we just film it and put it on TV? Because <laughs> meth wrestling Oh my God, meth wrestling! I know is bump a, fights is yeah. bump fights to me feels that feels morally staged and weird. Yeah, that is worse. But meth wrestling. But this is people who just yeah. li- like to wrestle. Yeah. they love meth and apparently do it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just give them a little bit of booty to go home with at the end of it if they win? Yeah, I, I'm totally on your side. And then Karen comes in. She's the card girl and the and the yeah. cleanup girl, I yeah, guess. Yeah, sure. And she calls nine one one. A lot of end. teeth on those mats. A <laughs> lot of teeth are going to be falling out in the meth wrestling. Well, the bell will ring and two teeth will just drop out of a guy's mouth. I got to admit, other than my my sister's friend, I know so little about meth. So when I started reading the story, yeah. I was like, "This is fucking insane." Because what they do while they're on meth is crazy. It's not just like. Hangouts? Like heroin, you do heroin and then you lay around until <laughs> you, lay you around can find and you float. until you can find more heroin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> so he continued with his meth addiction. <laughs> he, I guess he healed from the broken back, and he was still a plumber, still working as a plumber, right? Um, so then he decides to get into gold. <laughs> <laughs> Not a methy decision. No. Okay. <laughs> Now, when I say go into gold... <laughs> you uh, mean jump into a big pool of coins well, <laughs> like Scrooge McDuck. That's so much better. I'm saying that he found a piece of gold in his backyard. Okay. All right. All and, right. And then he decided that was the best place to mine for it. Oh, man. <laughs> that's like what you do when you're 11. <laughs> right? You're like in the yard. You're like, I bet there's all this gold. And your mom's like, I got to resod this. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm making a mine. <laughs> Not anymore. Eureka, mama. 
So he digs a 17 foot hole. Oh boy. Or- <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. I mean, that's big. That's a big hole. It is a big hole. It's a it? big hole. It's a really big hole. So, <laughs> so it's like a real, okay. He's got sub pumps. And he's using chemicals to find the gold, you know, like you. <laughs> I'm you, sure he's drinking whatever. some of those chemicals every now and then. <laughs> some for the doctor. As you're supposed to do. He made a he made a sluice. <laughs> what, a Dr. Seuss character? Do you, do you know what a sluice is? <laughs> yeah, the sluice with the news. No. All right. So let me explain uh, mining to you. Uh, so there are residual alluvial and bench uh, types of deposits, mineral deposits. <laughs> And bench is when the it reaches the stream, you know, and then you see all the miners getting it out of the stream. All right. Alluvial is when the gold's been washed away, so it's like been broken away from the load, and then you try to you sift through and you try to find it. Sure. And then bench is when you're on meth. Is where it's the mother load, right? Okay. So so he. So I mean, we're betting that he thought he had a bench. Okay, so he thinks he has the bench. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it was not. He thinks he's got the big one. When the guy yells, it's the mother load. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's got. So he made so he made a <laughs> So he made a sluice box. Which is the thing that uh it's got like the little sort of ruffles on the bottom to separate the gold from the Okay. from the dirt or the sure. other little rocks that you see in like, you know, old mining movies yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It traps because the gold particles are heavier, so it traps them as the water washes over it. Uh, it's it's the kind of thing you use when you when you're shoveling gold out of a mine. All right, right. Um, so he turned his jacuzzi into a sluice. Oh no! <laughs> White Trash Hall of Fame, <laughs> you're on notice. <laughs> I turned my jacuzzi into a gold searching machine. Oh, wow. Go ahead and turn on the bubbles. Turn on the jets. <laughs> hey, we can still take a dip in it. <laughs> I bet he was. Oh, yeah. Smoking meth in, like, muddy jacuzzi, like, <laughs> bubbling. Fucking, fucking in there. Fucking in there, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Is that gold? <laughs> no, that's your clip. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I would, uh, I would love to have a look at it. <laughs> I'd love... This guy needs his own museum. Well, I mean, it seems like a weird idea unless you're tweaking, and then it seems well, yeah. like a perfect idea. Like, yeah. it all makes sense. It, no, it's a eureka. At <clears throat> some point, he shouted, the jacuzzi! <laughs> Alone. Alone. <laughs> uh, so tweaking is not something that you do alone. tweaking isn't? Yeah, it's apparently... Um, you have to have a partner. <clears throat> well, you like to bring in people to stuff. Usually, you invite people over, and you all tweak together or whatever. Sure, um, you do. And but since, and since Claremont is a really depressed place and there's all these people around, a lot of <clears throat> it's perfect for um, inviting friends over. Yep, for a good tweak. So uh, I feel like something's about to happen. No, I mean I don't want to say that. Well, we went forward on the thing. Okay, so um, <laughs> so he starts inviting people over, and to help with the mine so, because he. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Let me stop you right okay, there, if ahead. I may, Dave. So he's inviting other meth addicts mm-hmm. who undoubtedly need money yeah. to help him uh, find the gold in his backyard under what we'll call the honor system. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I think that's all right. Okay, so it's just one of those, one of those. Hey, I trust you, man. Well, <clears throat> it 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 looks like a real mine. It he ha- he ha- it isn't like a fucking hole in the ground. He has no. It's huge. If you right? look down it, the sides are are well crafted. You know, there's either metal or so wood legit. on the sides. There's a pulley. Yeah. To pull up the stuff, it, it it looks like a professional mine because I think that's what tweakers do. Like I don't think they're like I'm just gonna dig a hole. Yeah. They're fucking worker Meticulous, bees. So right. they, and he's got skills, right? He as a plumber, he builds. Yeah, shit. yeah. So he is actually. Created a mine because when I kept hearing hole and then I saw pictures of it, I was like, "Well, that's a fucking real deal. That's a fucking mine." <laughs> His neighbors, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Day one, they're like, "This will end soon." Eventually, like, "What the fuck is going on over there?" Do you have a team? Okay, so now, so first the tweakers came over because he was like, "Hey, man, you can get in on the gold with me." 
and then we'll all have a bunch of gold at the end, and then we'll it's going to be it fucking away. great. It's going to be fucking great, and then we'll buy a boat. Um, <clears throat> like, which is weird already because if I find gold in my backyard, I don't tell anyone. Nobody. No. <laughs> no, I swear to God, nobody. I mean, maybe like your dad. Yeah. Or your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, you're not going like, come on, come on to the great gold rush on Maple Street. Share a mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on down to Claremont. No. Get in on the community mine. No. Gold is a caveman. Okay, so here's the- I'm not here's, telling anyone. Here's the, here's the hitch. To come and work in the mine, you got to bring some meth. Ooh, interesting wrinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like. So people are bringing meth- and then they're getting high and digging in the mine together. He should just have never even worried about gold. <laughs> just set up the system where people just bring you meth to go dig. <laughs> hey, bring me some meth. You can go look for gold in my yard. But there doesn't need to be the gold. That's the red herring. <laughs> oh, there's that meth. All right, cool, man. Let's take a rip and then you can go dig up my yard. Let me know when you find the gold. Tell your friends. Come over. We're having a digging camp. Meth, though. Meth has to be brought. <laughs> oh, fuck. He was also... <laughs> so now he's also still working a little bit. <laughs> of as course. As a plumber. That's what you want to hear. As a plumber. And a neighbor said, he installed a hot water heater for me and talked about mineral rights. Uh, uh, Let's say that again. He installed a hot water he heater for me and talked about mineral rights. <laughs> He was going to sell his house for a million dollars because he, because he had all this gold and oil in his yard. Now, oh, I don't know where boy. the oil part came from. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about <laughs> it's, oil. It's insinuated. I thought he was a little odd, a little kooky, but he was a nice man, and he gave me a nice price. Oh, God. While well, he's down there like, yeah, you know what you got to do? You got to dig up your yard. <laughs> I think there might be silver. There's probably gold in there, and if there is, there's oil. It's a given. They're brothers. <laughs> they are totally brothers. <laughs> They're brothers. They live together. In your uh, gem yard. Okay, so he was also, at the same time, <laughs> teaching the tweakers to be plumbers. Oh, my God. <laughs> so now they have carpentry skills. So other people were bringing him meth, and if they got a high, then he would teach them how to be plumbers. What? I mean, can you imagine how fucking great this house was? Uh, just next door. Next door, oh would I'd have a fucking clang, binoculars. Clang, clang, clang. Yeah, you don't know what. what the is the noise coming from the mine or the sink? Yeah, or her teeth getting just chipped out. What the fuck is it? I think they're smoking meth and digging again, hon. <clears throat> so a tweaker would generally stay for three weeks or a month before they realized the mine wasn't going to lead to anything and that they weren't going to become plumbers. And then they move on and then more tweakers would come. It was just Then they cycle. go to their next pyramid scheme, too. I saw a couple of news reports and both guys were like, ah, I've known them for like three weeks. Like it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you live here. Yeah, I live here, but I've known them about three weeks. Um, and then tragedy strikes. No Someone gold. stole all of Sean's plumbing tools. Jesus. Now, I don't know who would do that. Well, it couldn't have been like, one of the tweakers. <laughs> they have the honor who, system. Right. Who in this world would steal the plumbing tools? Not the, not the tweakers. No. <laughs> um, so. <clears throat> that, that must have been a rough day to be like your one of your first days there when the right. tools got stolen. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Fuck. Does this always happen? <laughs> Why are we using a fork? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, his neighbors, if you can believe this, filed the noise complaint with police. Why? Because he built a mine? <laughs> Jesus Christ, have some respect. <clears throat> he built a tweaker mine. And Sean filed a complaint against the police for harassment. <laughs> I'm pretty, right? I, I would love to know if there was a price tag on it. Right? Okay, so in February of 1995, <clears throat> he filed a notice informing the county of his plans to mine bedrock in his backyard. Okay. So he was basically staking a claim with the city. And the city was like, yeah, you don't need, you don't need to do that. Um, you own that. <laughs> That's what a claim is. <laughs> and so we don't do that. And you can just go dig in your backyard. And Sean was like, you take my fucking claim. <laughs> like, he was super mad. Okay. That, sure. That they refused to accept his claim. And the city was going, yeah, it's not a thing. It's uh, 1995. 
can just go do it, man. You can people can make pools and stuff. Like you can, it's your backyard. It's totally. <laughs> you just go have have at her. Accept the claim. No, it's your your. Problem. Let me talk to the sheriff. <laughs> I want to fight him for his badge, like we do. Okay, there's no. Should we have police? It's, I'll have to talk to the sheriff, and I'll meet him in the town square at high noon. None of this is a thing. We will shoot each other. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> So now that's February. Between February and May is when shit gets really dark yeah. for Sean. It feels like we're headed that way. <laughs> so Karen said he was really desperate to prove that the mine was real because his friends were starting to be like, there ain't no gold down there. <laughs> I wonder why. Do you think he, it's because there's no gold? He was No, he was pulling yellow colored rock out of the mine. Gold. <laughs> he started taking gold out of the mine. Wait, wait. He was pulling... He was taking gold out of the mine. All right. It was gold. All right. Now, around the, now, around the same time, a couple of teenage kids from another neighborhood Uh-oh. were coming around to collect money from Sean. Teenage kids? Yeah. Doesn't sound good. Because they had been selling him, I guess on credit, scrap gold. Wait. Hmm? <laughs> wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, like the way teenagers get scrap gold. Right. Okay. Um, from like houses or their parents. Why is he buying it? Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting uh, question. <laughs> why is this man with all this real gold buying scrap gold, Dave? So it, he was taking the scrap gold and melting it and putting it in the mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh boy, and the web gets sticky because <laughs> he, he wanted to convince more triggers to come over to dig, and his friends he wanted to convince I mean, it was real. <laughs> this so, this now they would bring meth. this now feels like the methiest plan ever. <laughs> it makes so little sense. It's like you could just take the gold. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just go steal from my house? Yeah. Why are you doing this elaborate mine? What? It makes just no be like, sense. Eh, mine sucks. All the money and time you're spending on the mine, you could just cut out the middle mine <laughs> and go and get the meth. <laughs> Why? Why the fake gold? Why the fake the fake gold makes so, it all crazier? So granted, at no at no point did he stop and go. Wait a minute, there's an easy way to get meth. Yeah, no, yeah. I'll just take all this time, money, and resource searching, and I'll just put that towards getting meth. And so he's like, no, I need to buy gold for the mine I dug. What? You trust me? That way, the tweakers will dig for the real gold. Wait, what? Oh, God, I, I just love their teenage kids like, yeah, okay, man, we'll help you out. Yeah. You know, you look like a guy we could do this on credit with. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, where's our 600 bucks for all the fake gold? <laughs> oh, no, it's in the mine. <laughs> you want to dig for it? No, no I know. We, we know the deal. <laughs> we know the deal, asshole. You guys can dig if you... All right, cool, we'll do... No, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hold no, on, hold on, hold on. no, no, no. I fell for this before. <laughs> yeah, I dug here for three weeks once. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So Sean, at this time, noticed that helicopters were chasing him. Oh, boy. And he knew it was because the government was trying to get the mineral rights to his property. Well, the right? government they knows they've the, got... <laughs> they wouldn't take the claim, would they? Well, they... They wouldn't take the fucking claim. And this is why. Yeah. They know it's a good a hot spot. And even though they know where he lives, they're going to follow They'll him follow- around town in <laughs> helicopters. Obviously. Yep. Because they're going to see where he's going to do. make sure that he still has the hole in his yard. <laughs> Just trust us. Everyone's on meth. <laughs> Everybody. Okay. So now it's April. <laughs> it's not a good month. <clears throat> Nine months into the mine. Ugh. And no actual gold show. <laughs> Lots of scrap gold. He also hasn't paid his mortgage in nine months. I wonder why. <laughs> why do you think that is? Oh, wait. Nine months, nine months. Let me do the math here. I think the mine might be a taking away from the mortgage. <laughs> a little bit. A think? little bit, yeah. Um, his utilities are shut off. He has no more plumbing tools to do any work with. So he can't run his jacuzzi gold finder? Yeah, right. He has no power, no water, nothing. He's just a guy with a hole in the ground. <laughs> and at this point, his friends were like, dude, enough with the hole. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. <laughs> we're totally tweakers, too. <laughs> but... 
even for us, this seems weird. <laughs> Look, nobody's dug in that mine more than me, man. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I think it's time to stop the mind dream. <laughs> so, <clears throat> in April, he went down into the mine, and he saw God. Oh, okay. Now and, this makes sense. And there was a pyramid. Okay. Oh, boy. And in the pyramid, there was a dragon. Okay, sure. And, the, and he... And so his, he quit meth at this point. Yeah, he had finished with meth. Okay, I just want to make sure meth's not involved in any of this. Okay. And he and his friend Chuck were supposed to fight the dragon. Chuck, right. Have I told you about Chuck? Uh, I don't <clears throat> think I've heard specifically about Chuck. Okay, so... Chuck is like the only guy who is now hanging in there. He still sees the dream. Well, I think that Chuck and um, Sean sort of see things on the same level. Yeah. So here's Chuck. Oh, I'm excited. I'll say between 80 and 84, uh, there was a news article that came out in San Diego um, about a machine that a bunch of people, uh, apartment owners, down in Bay Park, and a group in Las Vegas... They all got together and bought this machine, one of a kind. And basically what it is, it's, uh, I don't know how it works, but it's got a, this sphere that has uh, all these points that pulse laser. You know, you can, uh, digital technical, uh, op, was it, optical digital technology. Okay. You know what subliminal is, right? Okay. Uh, this particular uh, optical digital technology is uh, very capable of producing the same kind of thing. It's being pulsed on a laser, but your, your mind, your subconscious is digital. It picks it up. So it can literally be programming you subliminally. Right. One day you wake up and all of a sudden your morals that used to be over here are over here and you don't even know. Because they've changed. Because it's been a gradual thing. <laughs> I read that in the library. That kind of spooked me. Sure. <laughs> I read that in the library. Oh. He read that in the library. <clears throat> Just so you're wondering where he came up with that idea. Because he's clearly not on drugs. He read it in the library. <laughs> In the in the digital laser section, there are so many great things that were just said. Can I give you my two favorite? Yep, yep. A sphere with points. Uh huh. <laughs> Wait, do you mean a triangle? <laughs> no, I mean a sphere with points. Okay. <laughs> and and when you're in the middle of a conversation of this nature, uh-huh. for the question, you know what subliminal is? Can be asked. <laughs> Is crazy. You're talking about a ball of light that shoots lasers that you can, there's only one of. You know what turkey is? Okay, cool. Let's keep going. Okay. Because that's going to come around. You'll see that. I'm going to wrap that around. That's basically just I want to make sure that you're a human who's grown up. You know what subliminal is? All right, good. <laughs> Holy shit. So, so Sean so is. So he having, gets it. Well, Sean is having these. I'm going to call them paranoid delusions. <laughs> I'm going to call them uh, visions of a visionary. <laughs> so he is having these delusions of helicopters following him and stuff. And Chuck is there to say, hey, man, there's this machine that some apartment owners bought. That's my favorite thing in the whole thing. <laughs> By the way, who bought this machine? But you guy who owns buildings. <laughs> my landlord. <laughs> Landlords. <laughs> It'll help them rent unused units. <clears throat> so Chuck is around for all the government stuff and the weird stuff, and and uh, he's not said, a good, not a good <clears throat> friendship. No, this guy is not the best guy to it's be. It's not a good with. influence. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Uh, so he said that it, at times Sean would be on one side of town, <clears throat> and he'd hear people talking about something, and then he'd go to the other side of town, and different people would be talking about the same thing. Like a sporting event. At first, he thought it was a coincidence, but it kept happening and happening. So it wasn't a coincidence. No. Was it? No. It was what is known as news. (laughs) (laughs) You believe that uh, Bloomberg, huh? Yeah, I know. The worst. You believe that Bloomberg? Oh, my God. No. The Bloombergs are following me. I know. The Charger. I can't believe the Chargers missed that field goal. Chuck is having similar things to happen to him. Oh, what? Okay. Weird stuff. That's when this gal was introducing me to all these people, and they were showing me some weird shit. And when I told them I wouldn't, you know, basically they realized I wasn't going to join them. Um, 
I started having weird visions, hallucinations and shit. I mean, right in front of people. I'd see something and I wouldn't even I'd look at it and just look away. And somebody would make a big deal out of it. What, what do you see? What? What do you mean, what do I see? What? And they're like, well, you're looking over there. What, what is it? Joe, are you doing too many drugs? You know, trying to make me think I was cracking up, okay? They tried real hard. <laughs> at one point, yeah, I really did. At one point, I really wondered if I was okay. Is this why you're using crystal? I was using crystal at the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was this when you were using crystal? I was what? using crystal at the time, yeah. One question. <laughs> I just have one I just have one follow up. You know what subliminal is. <laughs> okay. I mean Right? Yeah. You know, not good. No, not none of the and Who's recording all this shit? <laughs> they did a they did a weird documentary on this, but it wasn't like it focused on the 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 area, not the people. It focused more on like check out this suburb. Like it was very weird. A place to not move. Yeah. A city you don't want to be in. Um. So. So they sound so good. That, they sound good together, right? I don't feel like anyone's gonna take a tank. So in April, Sean's living girlfriend dies of a drug overdose. Jesus. I mean, that's surprising. It's surprising that he had a girlfriend. He also filed two damage claims against the city for $2 million. Oh, because they dug a mine in his yard. <laughs> One of them was for police negligence. Okay. I guess because his girlfriend died <laughs> of drugs. Right. And the other one was for false arrest. I'm assuming they came in and arrested him. Probably after. arrested him, which <laughs> is bullshit because he's him. So that's illegal. You can't you can't arrest the mine you digger. You can't arrest the unrest arrestable. So now he has been digging for ten months. May. Oh god. And they foreclose on his house. Which is shocking. Yeah, shocking. Also a problem because that's where he keeps the mine. Yeah. And, and the now, next the next person is gonna look at the house and be like, Oh, it's great. I love this closet. I'm sorry, is there a mine out back? Uh, it's a three bedroom oh, and it great. comes with a sluice and a mine. Look at that. I'm sorry, you said a sluice and a mine? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Honey, this would be great. You could turn this into your dark room. Wait a minute, what'd you say? A mine? <laughs> and a sluice. And a sluice. Yep, that hot tub is actually not a hot tub. It's what we call a sluice. It's a golden dirt divider. <laughs> the previous tenant fought dragons down there and talked to God. <laughs> All, all at no extra charge. No extra charge. God lives down there. So does the dragon. You'll bite him with your friend Chuck, but that's all included. <laughs> so they foreclosed on his home. At dusk on May 18th, 1995, Sean got into a Chevy van with his personalized license plates that said, Come on. K A N F I X. What? Can fix. Ugh. And he drove to the armory in Claremont on the north side of San Diego. Can fix. He, he was shirtless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got time for a shirt? <laughs> he drove onto the armory. Uh, just like that? This is right after, this is like right after Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oklahoma City happened that summer, right? So yeah. they had no security in place. Good. Smart. He just drove right on and um, his credentials weren't checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't even required. He just gave a wave, I assume. <laughs> With no shirt. Morning. And he, and he drove over to the tanks and just started trying to get into tanks. Jesus Christ. So the the, the tanks are padlocked. <laughs> what, I mean, can you imagine where you need to be to be like, <laughs> I'm going to go take a fucking tank. <laughs> and you just drive over. You and just drive and do it. <laughs> imagine. America. <laughs> I mean, why are we hated? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> he just <laughs> so he broke. You know, it. I think I'm gonna go steal a tank. <laughs> hey, so he broke into um, he broke into two tanks, <laughs> but he couldn't start them. Okay, so here's the scene because <laughs> they were stick. There's a shirtless guy, <laughs> yeah. in sweatpants uh-huh. and tennis shoes trying to start tanks, uh-huh. and nobody notices. <laughs> nobody is like, "Well, that's weird." <laughs> it's one of those things that perhaps was so crazy looking that they were like, "Has to be legit." Has, he's got to be a tank man or something. I wish that was true, but it turns out 
that everyone is off the clock at 5 and 6 p.m. So they had all got home. There was no one there. Oh, God. So Mark. the third tank works. <laughs> the third one's a charm. <clears throat> he fires it up and rumbles over the chain link fence and drives out with a 60-ton tank. <laughs> a man off. on meth and he's who's off. talked to God is now driving a tank. Okay, so no, you ask... Uh, you ask what he's doing, right? What is he doing, David? That's an interesting question. It's one that came from the heart. Satellites. Uh, he said something about a, one of these days, I'm going to take tank, and I'm going to drive it, park it on the city's hall, on the steps, and demand live TV so I can tell my statement. <laughs> so that's Chuck. So he's going to drive to city hall in his tank. And then he's going to demand to be able to make a statement. I have a statement to make. <laughs> what is your statement? First of all, <laughs> claims should be given in this city. All right, take him out. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that you're all thinking, why should we listen to this guy with two teeth and no shirt and a tank that he stole? My second point <laughs> is you should be able to wrestle with a broken back. <laughs> Point number three, God is awesome. Dragons are dicks. Point four, spheres with points are subliminally giving us morals. Do you know what subliminal is? (laughs) Okay, the tank's weapons, a 105 millimeter cannon, a 1.2... Seven millimeter aircraft gun, a seven point two six millimeter machine gun, were not loaded. The oh, so we can be thankful that they were the, not okay. That the na- national guard wasn't so stupid uh, to just keep them laying around uh, armed. I really thought. I mean, I'm amazed that they weren't. That is amazing. It is fucking amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. You would think, right? That you would think. Yes. Somebody's side work would be load the tanks, go to bed. <laughs> but. The M60A3 tank can reach a speed of 45 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And it weighs 16 tons. And it can travel 300 miles on a full tank, <laughs> which it had. So meaning it can crush yeah. tons of shit. Yeah. Which is what happened. So uh, he's just crushing. I mean, you've seen the homes. videos. He's, well, he didn't crush homes. He crushed no, cars, he mobile homes. homes. He went through a lot of mobile oh, yeah. homes that were yeah. on the street. He the greatest thing is when he goes over um, the fire hydrants oh, okay. and then they just squirt up. But, but he also gets caught like in between a freeway. Well, at that's some the point, end. Right? Yeah, that's the end. Uh, so and me, and while this is happening, the cops are like, "Hey, um, there's no way to stop a tank." Hey, um, <laughs> here's the thing about tanks. Hey, I'm looking in the manual, uh, police manual, and um, I'm not seeing tank. Hey, uh, can we shoot the tires out? How does that work? Can we lay down some spikes, maybe? Uh... <laughs> so they're calling the National Guard going, hey, how do we stop a tank? Hey, and the guys. National Guard's going, I'm off the clock, bro. Uh, got off at six. <laughs> so. so the police just started clearing roads. If he went on a road, they would just try and clear it as fast as they could so he wouldn't run over anybody in a car. Yeah. He rammed 40 vehicles. Uh, attempted to hit all the police uh, cars pursuing him. He plowed into bridges. He took out utility poles, fire hydrants, signal lights, leaving a huge power outage and traffic jams all over the Did city. he kill anyone? He did not kill anybody. He only hit one car that had, a, had a, a van that had a lady or kid in it, but they didn't get hurt. Okay. This is Uh-oh. my favorite quote of the entire business. This is a guy who saw him. So, so his little head is out of the tank. Yeah, he's just having he's the smiling. fucking time of his life. He's like, this is so much better than the mine. <laughs> he looked like he was having fun. Uh, he finally hit. So he he was trying to lose the cops, and he's on the freeway, and he wanted to go over to the other side so they yeah. couldn't follow well, him. Well, he really wanted to make a Yui. A Yui. Yeah. He wanted to flip a Yui. <laughs> so he tried to go over the cement divider, but because he hit it sideways instead of going like more at a straight angle, yeah. it got stuck. So then he's, he's caught. Uh, yeah. 
Can't move. He can't move. Well, he could. Okay. So the the cops jump up with bolt cutters, and they've got a mechanic from the base with them. I, I like that they're attacking a tank with bolt cutters. <laughs> I guess that's how you get in. Yeah, they're like, all right, got the bolt cutters. Who's ready? <laughs> so he refused to surrender or relinquish controls, and uh, a cop fired one shot. Well, I can tell you this. So I read this on a on a – on a website where a guy said, I used to work with the guy. So when, when he, when the tank is stopped, two cops jump up on top and then there's a guy in a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> alongside of him. And you're like, okay, so that's like a, that's a party guy or maybe there's a guy. I'll give car. him a lay when he comes out. <laughs> it's like, who's that guy? And it turns out that guy is a mechanic from the base. <laughs> I guess in, in uniform. <laughs> Mid luau. <laughs> having our Hawaiian party tonight. I gotta go. A guy stole a tank. <laughs> Don't do limbo without me. <laughs> okay. The guy in the Hawaiian shirt opening the tank hatch worked for me in 97. Uh, his name is Palmer. He was, he was working on his personal car on his day off at the National Guard motor pool. So he has his day off. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Working on his car. Yeah. Uh, uh, stealing equipment. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. uh, so the cops and MPs roll up. He's the only one there. And so he jumps in the car with them to help if he can do anything. Uh, when the tank hit the barrier, Palmer and two CHP officers jumped on the tank. Palmer quickly opened the emergency hatch. As soon as he opened it, one CHP officer, weapon drawn, started screaming for the guy to get his hands off the controls. Palmer says, hey, cops, I can get the guy out without you having to shoot him. It's no big deal. And he keeps saying this and tapping the cop on the shoulder, which you can see in the video, trying to <clears throat> trying to get the cop to move aside so he can get in there and get the guy out. Then the guy in the tank looks up at the officer with what Palmer described as a blank, uncaring stare. And then reach back for the controls. The officer shot down, hit him in the shoulder the bullet entered between the left collarbone and pierced his heart, and he died in seconds. Jesus Christ. Whoosh. End of meth run. Wow. That's cr- I can't believe they... Fu- that's such... Bu- that's what... I-, I hate that. Yeah. I do hate that because... How great would it be if he was alive? It would be great if he was alive. It would be great to know. Yeah. I, not even for the sake of the fact that he shouldn't be killed because he didn't have to be killed, which yeah. is totally a huge part of this yeah. and happens too much, but... Yeah, we could be like, walk us through it. <laughs> what was it like when you were smiling? Yeah, <laughs> I know. You could talk to a guy who was just destroying a town with a tank, a tank. and having a fucking great time. And this is just a layman. <laughs> this is not a man who, this is how you want, if you're ever going to drive a tank, this is really how you want it to play out. You don't yes. want to have to go through all the fucking training and learn all the bull. <laughs> want to go in there and fucking have a little video game do it yeah just go do it he was seriously playing grand theft auto before grand <laughs> theft auto came around Ugh. um the state of california paid one hundred and forty-nine thousand to cover property damage it moved all the tanks out of the <laughs> national guard armories and relocated them to camp roberts in san luis obispo and fort Ord in barstow but again the solution would be just don't have fuel in the fucking tanks. Well, they took batteries out. They took the batteries out of the tanks. <laughs> okay, good. But you could do that and keep them there. Yeah. Yeah. The National Guard was considered negligent, which I cannot believe. No. <laughs> Why? Because they get an hour of downtime. Complete downtime. Uh, the state eventually paid damage claims to 28 individuals, companies in the city. Uh, the payout included a ten thousand for Pacific Bell. I love that that they paid ten thousand to the the black is on hey, the telephone light, lines. Yeah, they yeah. keep getting knocking yeah. out light poles. Really? Another fucking. Hey, I added it on the bill. Don't you fucking turn my utilities off, fuckers! Um, I got a tank now. A coroner's investigator said Nelson smelled of alcohol. Sean Nelson liked rum. <laughs> Listen, I called him Admiral Nelson earlier. <laughs> it's a good rum. <laughs> So yeah, of fucking, course he smelled like. I mean, I mean, meth. Yeah. How? Because you you had seen that a million times. Yes. But the story leading up to it is fucking insane. So don't you think, in a way, it is almost 
Like it's almost the because because nobody died except for it's almost yes. the best way to go out. It is the greatest way to go out because <laughs> nobody died. He actually, I mean, everyone got money for their stuff. Yeah, I mean, sure you you couldn't maybe take that vacation you planned in your motorhome or your car was crushed. You got a hell of a story. You couldn't. You didn't have power for a couple of days. But looking back on it, <laughs> you get to say that dude crushed our car. And you know what happens as soon as he goes to heaven. He sees God, he sees the dragon, and they're like, we did not think you were going to fucking do it, bro. You are the man. Holy shit. When I talked to you in that mine, I was like, no way does he pull this off. You left, and we were like, yeah, right, we'll talk when he gets the tank. I mean, Jesus. You are the real deal, brother. You are the real fucking deal. I guess that, I guess uh, tweaking does permanent damage, because Chuck seems like he's still there, even though he's not on drugs anymore. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, so you mean like your per- yeah, your permanent- permanently rewires yeah. you. It totally. Is your yeah. cousin rewired? Is he off of it? Well, he wasn't even meth. He was just schizophrenic. But I have oh. other cousins who or relatives who have done that. And yeah, I mean, you you really are. Eventually, you're just dealing with like a language. It would be like sitting down with a Martian. Yeah. And you being like, yeah, my girlfriend does this, and he'd be like, oh, well, the, a railroad's trying to kill me. You'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay, well, well we both cool. have things. I'm gonna go over there. <laughs> Shall we split a meal? I think we could agree on food, right? <laughs> but yeah, that it's no... watching me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As he digs through his for wires. Because then he maybe might not be a great. Because it would be great. He would be a great. Where are they now? Great. Guy. You know, and, and, he, and he, it turns out he's in a band now. And you know what else? I mean, what I love is when people go and do like motivational speaking tours about oh. how they turn their lives around. Oh my god! Can you he'd think of a best. better guy? Than he'd, the be the best. he'd be the best. He'd be the best. He'd be like my rock bottom. My rock bottom was about 15 years ago when I stole a tank and got it caught on a free a freeway median. After, <laughs> after my gold mine went bust. <laughs> By the way, I was drunken on meth at the time and got in a dragon and told me to do it. Can you sit down? You can wait to go to the bathroom for a minute, hon. <laughs> <laughs> and my speech is called Can Do. <laughs> this is why you can do anything you put your mind to. Just make sure your mind's put to something right. <laughs> Holy fuck. He's my favorite. It's great. It's a, right? It really is a shame that he's dead. It's great. I mean, yeah, it's almost better this way because otherwise he would have just lived probably a wasted life. Probably, but there's always the hope that this would have been his bottom. Uh, well, right? God, if not, He's I would love to see his bottom. He would definitely be going to jail. Yes. Uh, who knows for how long? I like. I don't know how. Hard I don't know if find. they have that. If there's a if there's a statute where they're like, uh, <laughs> so you stole. Uh, what's the sentence what we, for stealing? Uh, a tank? What did the forefathers say about tank theft? <laughs> Do we have that anywhere? Also, when you're in jail, hard to find a crew. Hard to find a crew. <laughs> you know, oh, really? That's the Aryans. That's the Blank Panther Brotherhood. Those guys are the molesters. Where do the tank people sit? Is there a table of tank folk? <laughs> There's just one guy chomping on a cigar. Over here. I fucked a tank. That'll do. <laughs> that one'll do. That's my boy. That's my guy right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah, good. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th, and then in November, 
November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.